Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. It is cold, 18 degrees out here on the river. We had a big snowstorm yesterday, night before last, and yesterday snow and ice ended up canceling all my surgeries because nobody could get to the hospital safely. Um, so I had an extra day and got the tractor out and moved tons and tons of snow because the driveway, it was, there was so much snow and ice that we couldn't even tell where our driveway was. <laughs> uh, had about a four foot snow drift in front of the shop door that had to clear with a shovel before I could even get into the shop to get the tractor. I was crazy. So luckily it was quiet for the most part in the hospital and I didn't have to get out and brave the roads. Hope you're safe and warm wherever you are and that January is getting off to a good start for you. Um, you know, we did two months of prep work leading up to the end of the year. We did a new thing November out of Isaiah 43 and dry December to let God dry some things up. And I hope you're starting to see the fruits of some of those choices that you made. Um, sometimes it can take longer than that before we start really seeing life change. But I thought as we get into the new year here, I might just spend a minute today. I, I, I was looking at um, my coins. I have a little collection of military challenge coins that I got over my 14 years uh, in the Air Force. These are little coins that uh, unit commanders and people would carry in their pockets. And when somebody did something notable or when two unit uh, folks bumped into each other at the bar or in combat or somewhere, they would exchange these coins as little gifts to each other and I have a bunch of them that I was given over the course of my career, and one of them is from graduating uh, Air Force uh, Officer Training School. Um, there's a coin that has the Air Force Core Values on it, and the Air Force Core Values are integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. And the other day, um, Damon, my PA, and uh, his family were over it was several weeks ago now, but their little boy James is eight. Sarah and Damon have this precious little boy James, and he loves the military, he wants to be an Army guy. He says, and um, so I got out my coins, and he was looking at them, and we were talking about them, and and I remembered that core value coin and showed it to him, and, and I've just been thinking about that for a few weeks now. That it would be good to have a conversation at the start of the year about this idea of having some guiding principles or core values, um, and I think I just have a couple that I could throw out. Uh, if you don't have a set that you've thought about, um, maybe I throw out a couple today that would be good ideas for you, because um, the idea is if if you aren't set on what drives you, what de- what de- determines your steps and sort of the ideas and principles and ideals that you have built into you, then you can waver when you come under trouble. And, you know, the Bible says, if you falter in times of trouble, how strong is your strength? How feeble is your strength? Um, and Isaiah, or I'm sorry, Jeremiah, uh, God told Jeremiah, if you have trouble dealing with these tiresome men, then how will you ever run with the horses, right? If you get worn out from struggling against men, how will you ever run with the horses? I want you to run with the horses. As we go into 2023, having a good, solid core set of values would help us. So let's just throw out a couple today because you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is, Lisa always tells us, we can start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. 
I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right, so I remember a few years ago, everybody was talking about this TV show, Game of Thrones. Just some big series on HBO was written out of a a series of novels, um, Lisa and I never really get into sort of fantasy and sci-fi and all that. I do love the Lord of the Rings uh, books, not so much the movies, but um, never really got into it. But we tried to watch Game of Thrones, and we found it pretty quickly to be um, not consistent with our values. There was a lot of stuff in Game of Thrones that we just didn't – it was dark and was just not – really good for certainly not for families but anyway um i just remember one scene the couple of episodes that we watched i remember one scene where the the father who i think was a king and if you're a game of thrones aficionado please forgive my lack of knowledge like i said i didn't watch very much of it but this one thing stuck with me there was a scene where a dad was talking to his boys and some trouble was coming and they knew trouble was coming there's going to be a war there's going to be a fight there's going to be darkness and, and dark days and the new trouble was coming, and the dad was reminding the boys of who they were, what their family had apparently had had come up with some core values. He called them our words, and he turned to the boys and he said, what are our words? Remember our words. What are our words? And he made these boys repeat their words. They had a, a family set of words and values, and I don't remember what they were, but, but he reminded the boys, what are our words? And I just want to remind you today, you need some words. You need some core values. And I, I want to give you a couple of them. Like I said, the Air Force, the United States Air Force, if you're not here in the U.S., to make it clear, the United States Air Force has a set of core values that its officers have to have memorized and its enlisted people have to have memorized. And it's integrity first. So, you know, do the right thing even when nobody's looking. Service before self. Serve other people before you worry about yourself. And excellence in all we do. Those are pretty high lofty ideals, right? Integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. Those are great. I would just submit to you today that there's some, some better ones, okay? Um, Lisa and I, when we started our company, Warren Innovation, a few years ago, we had some medical patents, and we were trying to help some other inventors and, and young people start up uh, medical device companies, and we worked with engineering students at Auburn University, and we just did, had, for a few years there, we were in this creative space. It was a lot of fun, um, and we never did a whole lot with it, but it was, but it was something that we valued and enjoyed trying to bring new technologies to light and when we founded that company we put in the corporate charter that our our mission statement our business sort of ethic was luke twelve forty eight, which um if you read luke twelve forty eight, the first half is about somebody getting beaten with blows so the the back half of that verse twelve forty eight b if you will says from everyone who has been given much much will be demanded another version says to whom much is given much is required, and from whom has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. So we took the motto from that verse, to whom much is given, much is required. And I would submit that's a pretty good life verse. That's a pretty good set of, of core values. If you've been given a lot, have a heart that gives other people a lot. Be be mindful of the fact that where you are today 
whatever state you're in today, you've been given a lot. There have been opportunities and forgiveness and grace and, and blessings and, and maybe some, some breaks that you've had along the way. And, and so you should have a mind to give to other people. So to whom much is given, much is required. That's a good one, okay? Another great one that would be a great life verse, I've often said if I was going to get a tattoo, I don't have any tattoos, but if I was going to get one, it might be Micah 6.8. Micah 6.8 says, Who has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. So these three things, and I've talked about them being filters for your life. The justice filter, act justly. So one, and another version says to do justice. So in other words, when, when it's up to you, do it right. Do what is right. Carry out justice in your life. Make sure that the decisions and actions that you take are just and right and good. Okay? But also, the second filter he wants you to love mercy. So when somebody does something to you, remember, you've been given much. You've been forgiven before. You've misbehaved and not been punished for it. You've, you've been given breaks and second chances and mulligans and opportunities because somebody gave you mercy, right? And, and on the ultimate level, Jesus is giving you mercy and grace for, to forgive your sins and remove them from you as far as the east is from the west. So how dare you then not be merciful to other people when they need a break? Why do we have this double standard where we want mercy when it's, when it's our turn to have mercy, but we don't want to extend mercy when other people commit things against us? Right, So the two filters here, do justice, and so act justly when it's up to you. When it's done to you, love mercy. And the third one, walk humbly with your God. Walk humbly. Just just be humble. Don't don't be proud. Don't be prideful. Remember that we're all in this together. Remember that you've had trouble. Remember that you're only in the position you're in because you've received a whole series of opportunities and blessings and breaks. So be humble about it. Right? Those would be a pretty good set of core values, right? The three filters of Micah six eight: do justice, love mercy, walk humbly. So there's there's three. If you had if you were gonna come up with some words for your family or your life for twenty twenty three, how about integrity first and service before self and excellence in all you do, or to whom much is given, much is required, or what does the Lord require of you, friend, to act justly and love mercy and walk humbly with your God? How about those three? You know, we had an interesting thing in our this the last couple of days. This just reminds me of how much I love this community. I told you yesterday about the woman in Australia that wrote in and talked about how much the podcast had helped. We also got an email from a pre-med student in Alabama, a young lady, and she's struggling with her decisions as she decides whether she really wants to go to medical school or not because she's recognizing that it may affect her life as a she wants to be a wife and she wants to be a mother and she's worried about how her career will conflict with those two things and can she do all of them in a way that honors God and can she have wear all those hats and in ways that serve all of those missions well and so she wrote to me and Lisa and she was like I'm struggling with this I'm, it's time to, to go I got to make this decision I got to go to med school and I, and I need some guidance and she said at the end of that email like do you know any Christian women who are also mothers and doctors who might be willing to talk to me. And we have a friend, um, Carolyn Sorensen is her name. She's a great uh, pain specialist, uh, physiatrist here in North Platte. And she wears all three of those hats really well. She's a a physician who's also a wife and a mom, and she's really balanced and has a great work-life balance, and her and her husband, good friends of ours, and they're just wonderful people. And so we reached out to Carolyn and said, hey, would you mind 
letting us connect you with this young pre-med student. And, and she said, of course not. A lot of women have poured into me. A lot of, I had a lot of mentors who spent time and gave me advice and, and conversed with me. So I'd be happy to do that. So we connected them. And I got a message from Carolyn last night that they talked for over an hour on the phone. And, and so just that this community has fostered those kinds of relationships. And I love it how you, you see people who aren't connected. And Lisa's a master at this. People who aren't connected, but you see things in each of them that would be blessings to them and you connect them. Lisa's got that gift that's called being a maven. And so this community has fostered opportunities for us to introduce and connect people across time and space. And so here's a great example of Carolyn living out some core values, right? So she's been given much. She's had people pour into her. She's had people mentor her and take their time to give gifts of time and, 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 and um, advice and insight to her. And she's pouring back into this young lady's life in Alabama. And who knows what that'll do down the road, right? That's a pretty good example of living out a core value. I've been given much. I'm going to do much for others, right? I love that. So I just wanted to share that with you as an example of somebody who when, when the pressure's on, I mean, so, or let me just tell you from the physician, from the physician standpoint, January is a busy time, like, like your schedule's wrecked, holidays and ice storms and all these things have messed us up. Like yesterday when I had to cancel all those surgeries, that's going to really wreck another week for me somewhere down the line. I've got four surgeries to reschedule. And there's not just magical operating room time out there. So when you're busy and somebody asks something of you that's going to take your time, are you willing to extend yourself? Are you willing to help? And Carolyn yesterday stepped up and did that thing, and it was beautiful. So that's a good example of living out core values, even when you're stressed, even when you're busy and all that. So here's another one. If you you were looking for a set of core values to guide you for 2023, how about these three words? Holy, holy, holy. What if we tried to be more holy, to be more like God, to to strip ourselves away and be different from the culture and the world and the climate around us? What if we said, I want to set myself apart a little bit and be a little different than maybe I have been in the past or maybe the culture would look like? Maybe, Maybe I can be a little bit different and a little bit more like him and a little bit more holy. There's an old hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy. And Tommy Walker, my good friend, did a a really cool version of this song that I'm going to play at the end of this episode, just as a kind of a theme song. What if this was our theme song for 2023 going into it? Holy, Holy, Holy. What if we tried to look more like him? In the Bible study that we're doing, Generation Hymn Stories, that Tommy and Robin were, uh, wrote uh, day four, which I did today. I'm actually one day ahead on that schedule because I started early. I goofed up and started it a day early. But there's a verse that Tommy wrote about. First uh, John 3, 2 and 3 says this, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. And get this, verse 3, 1 John 3, 3. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure break that down let me let me change translations to get you a little bit more um let's go with contemporary english version here um this hope makes us keep ourselves holy just as christ is holy this hope makes us keep ourselves holy just as christ is holy you get that it's purifying to try to be like jesus it's purifying to hope in him when we put our hope in him we find ourselves not as 
interested in what the world looks like. We find the, the things of the world not tasting quite so good, and we find the things that he gives us fill us up a little bit more and last a little bit longer and keep us from getting thirsty again. This hope makes us keep ourselves holy just as Christ is holy. So what's, what about that as a core value? I want to have a hope that helps me be holy because he's holy, like he is holy. How about that one? There's a book I'm reading right now, The Genius of Jesus, The Man Who Changed Everything by Erwin McManus, a tremendous book. I've reached out to his publicist to try to get him on my podcast. I don't know if he's a busy guy, but but I'm, I think it would be a great conversation to talk about the genius of Jesus. This book is blowing my mind, and I'm not done with it yet. But but he has a sentence, I have a paragraph in that book that says this, If you let Jesus change your mind, he will awaken the genius within you. He will not make you great at physics or music. He will give you new eyes to see the beauty and wonder all around you. He will make you a conduit for the good and the beautiful and the true. He will awaken within you all that you need to be fully alive. Here's a set of core values I would leave you with today. What if you decided that you wanted to, to put your hope in him so he can help you be holy and that he could make you a conduit for the good and the beautiful and the true. What if we what if we worried more about doing good and beautiful and true things? What if we worried more about that in 2023? Would that change would that be a game changer for us? I think it would. The good and the beautiful and the true. You need some core values, friend. You need some words. You need to be able to say when the pressure's on to remind yourself, what are my words? What are my words? I want to live true. I want to I want to hold on to the hope that purifies and makes me look different because this world right now doesn't need a bunch of people yelling and screaming at each other. This world needs to look to some people who are trying for the good and the beautiful and the true, who are living out core values that don't falter in times of trouble, that can run with the horses even though they're having to put up with contentious people. That's what our culture and our world needs right now is a bunch of people shining the light on the path that will lead them to the one true light, the way and the truth and the light of Jesus. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm going to play Tommy Walker's song, Holy, 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 and we're going to leave that with you today as we try to just find some words and some core values. God bless you, friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.